What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live, and I am live. We are back with another recording of the Marshall Gillen Show. You guys, this show was created for one reason and on one reason only. I want to help you raise your vibe. I want to help you expand your frequency, and I want to help you manifest the life of your dreams. And I'm excited for every show. Like, I'm a pretty high-energy guy. I think you guys have figured that out by now. But uh, I'm especially excited for today's guest. You guys, I have with us Medicine Man ancient healer and founder of Seek Your Truth 888, my good friend and my brother, Albert Baez. And so we're going to get him live on today right now. And uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of things. One of the things I really want to talk about vibration and manifesting the reality of our dreams are what are some tools and techniques that we can use to be able to do that. And so we're going to dive deep into that today. A quick reminder, you guys, this show is sponsored by a sacred warrior tribe if you guys are interested in raising your vibe and healing your your wounds and elevating to the next level make sure you guys visit us and come out and see us yo bro what's going on man what's up man Marshall live <laughs> uh, it's so good to see you bro i um I'm, I'm always excited to have you obviously uh and we have been connecting back and forth like this for so for so for like years now yeah and uh, i want to get into a lot today because i've made some big shifts I think you've probably been watching and waiting for me to make some big shifts. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time that we're getting to connect since then. And so uh, I just want to say it's, it's an honor to have you here. And uh, what got me super hyped, and I want to ask you this here, because your handle is Seek Your Truth 888. Yes. And I was just hopping on right now, and I was like, bro, you're episode 88. Like, what are the chances <laughs> of that, right? And so I think we're supposed to be meeting today, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not surprised because, again, as you said, been following each other for quite some time, man. And, you know, I've always told you that, you know, I've always been drawn to you. And, you know, I've paid into your mentorship because we are two of the same kind of people, people that are here for service, for all of humanity, really trying to help people, people that come from a dark past. And as you taught me, mm. I got this from you, turning your mess into a message. And yeah. I'm not surprised that you're on the path where you're at. And it's like, I've also been walking down this path. And as it will be with the numbers, numerology is just another signification that we're on the right path. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Episode 88, eight is my life path number. And that's why I put the 888 for Seek Your Truth, for, you know, for the abundance, for the trinity of, of everything of, of, of life, you know. Mainly for me, it's yeah. just abundance, you know, for yeah. opening of new roads, uh, new beginnings, the completion of life cycles. But... This is it. To me, this is the beginning of a new cycle of what we're looking to okay. embark on. Let's so. go. That has me so hyped. When you talk, bro, like you talk with so much certainty and, and authority that, that like you can't help but just be drawn in to what it is you're saying. And I just, I, I've always related to that. There's something about your energy that I've always been drawn to, but I could never really, really understand what it was. And it's so interesting to be here now and to, observe to look back over that lived experience that I've had with you over social media and the different interactions we've had and kind of the directions I was leading them in, but you were always steady and grounded and just there serving and doing your part, which is huge. But the thing that's interesting is that I feel like you've been unplugged from the matrix for even longer. 
And so I want to kind of dive into that. And I kind of want to get into what you, what it is that you do now. And a lot of the things that we've got going on, my audience, and as you being a good friend of mine and, and getting to see a lot of it has seen a lot of transformation, a lot of ups and downs from Marshall, uh, especially over the last two years, man, as I kind of had this awakening in 2019, that nothing was as it seems. And I was like, there's real power here in the universe that I don't even know anything about. Because mm. me being a t- typical Westerner, I'm like, perform, 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 do, build, conquer, more, mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. let's go. Top paid speaker can't beat me, motherfucker. And like <laughs> living my life like that. But then in March of 2019, I had this awakening, the beginning of this awakening. And it's interesting, Albert, because I thought it was going to be so simple and easy. I remember I came home from Thailand after that awakening. And I was like, oh, I'm about to manifest my dreams. Little did I know that over the next two years, which was literally just like as of like 40 days ago, over the mm. next two years, I would be truly having this awakening mm. and truly like truly going through it. Mm. And so what I want to dive into today and why I'm so honored to have you here is because you are so much more experienced in this realm, in this dimension. You're, you're just that much further ahead of, your, of me in, in the journey, in your soul's journey. And so to be able to connect with you at, at, at this time, dude, it's just like, to me, it feels like such a sacred exchange because I, I feel you on such a different level. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can feel the energy inside you. And I want to share that with my audience because Marshall that interviewed you like one year ago for the end of the world show, right? Although he was like dialed into what we're about to talk about now, I still then probably would have thought, I don't know, guys, it sounds a little weird. Like what you're saying, like I, I'm kind of feeling it, but kind of like, oh man. And so for our listeners and our viewers that are going to be watching this show, you know, with you, that's specifically the space I want to create for them. And, and I would love to have your wisdom as I kind of walk you through some questions and, and, uh, and share with the audience. So first things first, uh, the Marshall Gillen show is recorded live on Instagram. Uh, you guys can follow me at Marshall Gillen. Today's guest, Albert Baez. You guys can follow him at Seek Your Truth 888. The reason I'm telling you this is because if you're listening to the podcast recording, that's awesome. Thank you so much for uh, being here and listening to us. But if you want to be able to interact with our guests and you want to be able to ask questions in real time while I have them here, by all means, make sure you guys join us live on Instagram when we do these. I'm a very random and sporadic person, so I, I, I truly do wish I could give you a schedule. Like I truly wish I could, but I can't. So make I'm sure the same way. I'm the same way, bro. <laughs> Hey, like it's, 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 it's interesting because it's like, um, let's just dive into it. One of the things I want to ask you is about routine and habit because mm-hmm. us as performers, high performers, entrepreneurs, especially men and women who are like me and you, but like how I'm always just so driven and like, let me mark it off. I'm a high performer. So the way that I was able to change my life going from broke bartender to building an online personal brand was I was, I was high performance. This is my routine. This is what I do. And so I've been at conflict a lot, especially the last couple of months, brother, because my new way of being and how good I'm getting at just being present and now is starting to kind of work against that. And mm. they say new levels, new devils, new levels. And mm-hmm. so do you have like a, a set daily routine? Do you think it's beneficial? And is there a time in your expansion that eventually you let go of even that constraint without worrying about not being able to manifest or not being able to get shit done? Like how is routine and habit? What has been your evolution through that? Great, great question, bro. Honestly, because I'll be honest with you. It's, I actually have a coach, I have a mentor right now that actually is helping me more with my routines 
and uh, with the habits, because just like you, um, well, just like you now, I guess, I'm such a free spirit and I'm very free and I don't, don't like to put myself in a box and have too much restrictions. You know, I like to have freedom to just be and to express myself because, you know, I can have a schedule, but then let's say um, I put I put a post up the other day where it's like, when we think of like our life purpose, We obviously it could be like a grand thing. And I'm speaking particularly for people who are looking to serve, to be of service to people. Your purpose could be just holding the door for somebody. Your purpose could be mm. complimenting somebody at the uh, at the supermarket, you know. And if I put myself too tight into a schedule, I may I may oversee that opportunity to be you know sharing my light and, and shedding my light. Um, so just quickly for me, um, I was very much who I connect with you so much. A lot of what led me into my awakening into spirituality was you know I was deep into. I had a social media marketing agency, e-commerce, yeah. deep into the online grind and going after 24-7, hustle, 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 which is the Western mindset of just always going, always doing. But we're called human beings to be, be ends, but we're always mm -hmm. doing. You know, that's the way that we've been hardwired, that we always have to do something. In order for us to love ourselves, we have to have X amount of money. In order for us to love ourselves, we have to drive a certain car. Right. We have to have a certain level of influence. And remember when I went through depression, when I was the best time of my life, because that's when I got into my spirituality is when I found meditation. And it was all about slow down, slow your road. And also, you know, at that point, I thought, um, you know, it's all about I have to achieve something in order to feel good about myself. But that was all a lie. Um, what reversed mm. and what changed for me is that once I started to just be in a free flowing space, and my relationship with money had to change drastically. I found right. that the less I was doing, the less I was pursuing these entrepreneurial stuff, the more money I was making because I was at the frequency of money. Because <laughs> money, what I used to tell my, what I was telling my, what I always tell people is like, if you look at money, money's just energy, but right. we're energy. So if I say I need money, I'm saying money has dominion over me. Money's more valuable to me. Money has more power than I do this little piece of paper or this uh, little currency. But the moment I say um, things started changing for me when I started waking up and my prayer was pretty much, who can I serve? How can I be of service? Right. Whose life right. can I make easier? How can I make impact? Um, you know, what solution can I provide today? Because that's how we get paid. It's the level of service right. we can provide. And the more energy you're putting out there, the more good energy, the more good seeds you're planting, it's a currency. It's going to come back to you. Um, I love it. Maybe that's not the answer. When it comes to routine, no. though, okay. that's perfect. No, I want to get it. Like, let me. I want to back up real quick. It's something we that we that we kind of almost bleeped over. But I know how massive it was, and I want to know your story behind it because you mm -hmm. said that at the height of your success is when you found yourself the most depressed, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what happened to me at the height of my Western success in 2019. The most money, the the huge brand, traveling the world, saving and changing lives, get messages from everybody. I mean, the height. I had the girl. I had the place. I had all the things, man. Like everything they told me was going to make me happy and awesome. I got it. And I'll never forget. After one of my events in 2019, uh, April, I walked into my condo overlooking the beautiful Pacific Ocean, downtown San Diego, and I felt in that moment that I had never been more depressed in my entire life. Wow. One of my one of my mentors, Ed Milet, uh, he speaks on stage about this and what he says, and it hit me so hard one day when he said it. 
is he said, I worked my entire 20s and 30s to get to the top of the mountain. He said, the thing of it was, I got to the top of the mountain, you could si finally see the whole valley. And what I realized is I climbed the wrong mountain. The mm. mountain I was supposed to climb was over there. Wow. And I remember at the time it was so, so powerful. And I, and I, I was so naive to think that I wasn't on the wrong mountain. And then a couple of months after that, I got on top of there and I was like, shit, Ed was right. And so I want to I want to expand on this and what it was like for you. Um, real quick, I'm going to take just a quick time out for any of our listeners or viewers who just, I want to give you a little context. A lot of you guys know this, but the law of attraction, super, super simple. It's super simple. You guys, your feelings are a vibration, period. Your mm -hmm. feelings are a vibration. Energy exists in two states. It exists as a wave state, as waves. And when it's in its wave state, it's infinite possibility. And energy in its wave state, is it can become anything. The mm. second state that energy exists in is a particle state. And a particle state is what we know as physical matter. Quantum mm. physics proves that's not. So wave state, particle state. So what you guys have got to understand is that energy is just a frequency when it's in wave state. And so we as human beings, all we have to do is create the best feelings inside of us on, a, on the most consistent basis, because that's what creates an energetic vibration out into the universe. And that mm. vibration communicates with that infinite frequency that's out there. So like a radio, every station is available. You just got to turn your dial to whatever station you want to hear. And so as Albert and I dive into this, I just want you guys to have a little bit of context. It's like, okay, we guys are talking about a lot of stuff. The secret to the game is, is, is removing your limitations and resistance to life so you can feel the best all the time. And that's why it's like, mm. I, I had achieved the most, but I didn't feel the best. And so mm. I was attracting toxic relationships, uh, bad money patterns, all these things, because the frequency I was dialed into is that making money is hard. Mm. This sucks. All of my relationships are fake. That's what I, you know. And so just for the, just for a little context, it's super simple, you guys. So what we're about to dive into, that's what we're talking about. How do you raise your vibration so you can tune into a frequency that already exists out there? Mm -hmm. Every possibility mm -hmm. already exists. Mm -hmm. so, Albert, share with us, man, for you, what did that look like? When did this happen? You said you're at the height of your success, but what had happened then is that you were the most depressed. And so take me back to that moment. What, what happened that finally woke you up? And then what did you feel like once you realized what was going on and where you were at. Mm. Um, so there was, two, there was two moments. The first one I mentioned, like my first depressive state when I was like at the height of what I was doing. So just a quick context, like I was, um, you know, I used to sell drugs. So I was, you know, living the street life, making a shit ton of money, had a good relationship. And for what my environment that was around, what, what I deemed as success, I was successful at that point. But in that moment, like, you know, same thing as you said, when you're there in San Diego overlooking your apartment, I'm, you know, at this time I'm living in Providence, Rhode Island. I was mm -hmm. like, man, I don't feel right. I have all this money, but I don't feel right. I thought this is what I needed to feel good. That's when I moved to Atlanta. So I moved to Atlanta and I was here in Atlanta for about two years and a half, grinding, grinding, grinding. And it was actually the opposite this time. I went completely broke and I went to deep depression. And this is really when my true awakening happened because, and I think similar with your pattern was like, when, when I lost everything is when I got to pure nothingness is where I found everything within me. Because what I realized mm. was I was, I was, um, I was labeling success for something that was outside of me, you know, mm. happiness, love, all of this shit, peace. I was looking for it outside of myself. What I wasn't recognizing was internally, I was not right. 
So when I lost everything, I listened to a book called The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. Powerful, oh, powerful Dyer. audio book. This dude changed, changed the, you know, changed my whole perspective because, you know, his main thing is, you know, what you, the conversation you have with yourself is what you're manifesting. It's the frequency you're on. It's the signal that you're sending to the universe. You're pretty much affirming that reality for yourself. So I'm depressed every night, crying myself to sleep. I don't have money. I don't have a car. I don't have a job. I don't have love. I don't have this, that, and the third. Mm. So I'm affirming lack, all the things I didn't have in my life. And, you know, what he was saying was change the conversation. I intend to have money. I intend to have a job. And then even a step further is like, I already have. I have it now in this present moment. I believe I have it now. And you carry that frequency with you, that level of belief, and you start to attract and align with all of these things into your life. So I was never, uh, I was never like a believer in to any kind of spirituality um, or law of attraction or any of this. I guess you could say I was borderline atheist because I've always known I was a good hearted right. person and I had good intentions. But I was like, why am I struggling so much? If God really loves me, why am I struggling so much? Why am I suffering so much? And that's the key thing. Um, I wow. didn't understand what he wanted me to see at that moment. And my belief with God is like me and God are one in the same. It's a direct connection that I have with God. So I'm a piece of God. You're a piece of God. God exists in all of us. There's already a roadmap inside of us on what we need to do to, you know, to serve this purpose, this purpose that he has intended for us. But the mind gets in the way, the ego. No, I want to do this. Like you said, you go climb the wrong mountain because maybe you're chasing money and success because that's what you thought you needed. And that's what Western society puts in our mind that we need this to feel happy, to feel good, to feel like we're valuable. But it's not true. You're already valuable. We're already successful. We're already abundant. We already have these things. It's not things that we have to go chasing. So the moment I realized that, that's when everything switched for me. And it was more so getting in tune with my inner world, with my inner self, um, connecting with what I believe I can offer this world. And right. trusting in that, the more and more I kept trusting in that and sharing it, the more abundance that came to me naturally, naturally right. came to me because I wasn't coming from a place of I don't have money or I need to go make money or I need to have this or I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to obtain X, Y, and Z. It was like, no, I already have peace. I already have love. There's just right. layers and layers that's covering these things inside of me that I need to get rid of and I need to let go of outdated yes. beliefs outdated theories um and a lot of the work is really with the subconscious because consciously somebody can say i want love i want money but subconsciously because of the way you got raised the environment that you've been in maybe you've convinced yourself that you're not worthy of love or that you're afraid of success or you're not meant to have money subconsciously and that's where a lot of the work really started to pan in with me with the meditations and then obviously with the plant medicine uncovering right. and having more awareness of these beliefs and these theories that no longer serve me, letting them go so I can then be in alignment with what's really right. meant for me. I love that, man. So let's dive in even a little deeper right there then, because I think that you nailed it. And the last thing you literally just said was alignment. And I think it's important for our viewers and our listeners to understand what alignment means. You know, you guys got to understand our conscious mind only accounts for about 5% of what we do and how we live. The other 95% of what we do and who we are is determined by our subconscious programming. And so the mm. subconscious programming is never turned off. 
It's always on. It's, it can do trillions of things at once. Uh, it, it just, it's like a sponge. And so what happens when we talk about alignment is that your conscious intentions and purposes need to be in alignment with your subconscious programming. Mm-hmm. What I and Albert experienced was our conscious mind told us that we wanted a lot of money and a lot of things. So we went and did that. But subconsciously, we never felt worthy of all of this. So we have always having to hustle and grind, trying to make sure the other shoe doesn't, the other shoe doesn't fall on us. Mm-hmm. And that's actually uh, energy of Liz, resistance, lack. And mm-hmm. so it's not in alignment with who we truly are. And so when we talk about alignment, I think this is really great. And so let's dive in even further because we've all heard this. This is the reason why everybody glosses over it because the story is the same. Oh, cool, bro. You had to pretend like you had money. You had to do all that, but you just said you were broke. You didn't have love. You didn't have all these things. How in the F am I supposed to pretend when there's nothing? And that's the thing that stops everybody, right? And so for you and your experience, what did that look like? I, I will say for before, I, I, I I'll say real quick for me, it was letting go. And I had to literally be broken to my knees just as of like 120 days ago through my last relationship, literally broken to my knees to understand what true surrender feels like. Mm. So for mm. you, what, what was that thing? Because you, you said I had to let go and you turned to, was it a plant, a medicine experience? Was it a mentor? Like, what was it that finally broke you where you were like, okay, I've got to believe before it actually manifests. And how did you break that loop? Great question. Um, for me, like I said, after so after I started um, listening to the, the the power of intention, I think I became a believer right away because I seen the results happening for me rapidly. The moment yeah. I gave beliefs, because again, it I was very much a skeptic. I was like, oh, this shit sounds good. Just believe <laughs> right. in it, and it's gonna come. Law of attraction, whatever. It sounded like a bunch of BS to me. But yeah, um, for me in that moment, I had no other option but to surrender how to do something different right away and i think for me what helped a lot was um you broke up can you just back up like 10 seconds i'm sorry um so so for me those three particular things that worked uh good for me uh one was meditation uh, a good steady meditation practice what meditation allowed me to do was Again, it was it stripped it naturally stripped the layers within me that made me believe that I wasn't worthy of whatever it was that I was pursuing. Um, it put me naturally in alignment with the things that I was looking for. Um, so it wasn't like I had to go after these things. It was naturally coming to me. Uh, so meditation, a shit ton of journaling. So I did a lot of my shadow work, journaling, and being out in um, in nature, connecting a lot with nature. Um, yes, as uh, um, Daisy says, my good friend, getting back to my center, getting back to my core. So we operate this vessel, this mind of ours, this body, everything, and it's a correct, it's it's a direct connection to source, to God, to the infinite um, possibilities that we have in this universe. So what meditation allowed me to do is like, okay, a thought enters my mind. When a thought enters our minds, we we're very reactive as human beings. The moment a thought comes to us, or a certain feeling or emotion we act on it right away. But we have the power of choice of, okay, when the thought comes in, does this resonate with what I'm looking to align with or track? No? Okay, so give it no energy because that's the power that we have is the power of energy. So what powers, uh, I'm sorry, we have the power of what energies, what thoughts, what emotions we're given 
our attention to. Where attention goes, energy flows. So I understood that and I just kept giving more and more attention to the seeds that I wanted to plant, the things that I mm. wanted to manifest, visualizing the things I really wanted for my life. And yeah, at the moment, it wasn't like I was making a crazy amount of money, but naturally, slowly but surely, things started to, you know, to turn more in my favor. And it's more than just money. Like when I talk about abundance, it's more than just money, you know, because right. money is just one tool, it's one thing. But just the overall living, I focused more on my peace more than anything. And I think that's yes. the main thing. My main thing was like, man, I want peace of mind. I don't care about nothing else. I was like, man, I could, I'd rather go work at McDonald's and have peace of mind than be a millionaire and be living miserable. So mm -hmm. I, I, at that moment, I pretty much like, I came to, I came to that point in my life. Where I was like, you know what? More than anything, I just want peace. And the more I found peace, the more I found my center, the more grounded I was, the more naturally things started to align in with me. Opportunities coming my way. Um, more abundance started coming my way. Everything started coming to me because now I was the, I was the sunflower. I wasn't the bee. The bee comes to the sunflower and to the honey. So to the level in which your sunflower grows and sprouts, the bees will come to you. And that's mm. what, that's pretty much what happened for me. Dude, that is so freaking beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's interesting how that brings us to literally this interview. You know what I'm saying? It's like both vibrating at the same frequency with the intention to serve, uh, we've never done anything together, but the reason that we ended up reconnecting so quickly and doing another interview is because we wanted to host this retreat that I'm hosting together. And, and for our listeners, it's such an interesting thing because I've already hosted these retreats. I've hosted these retreats before. I've hosted retreats a number of times, but as I transition, as I finally, as I, as I'm recording this podcast, I just, uh, like last week, I went on a vision quest with some plant medicine um, that changed my life. It created a space for me to accept the fact that I'm a healer, but in particular, it awoken an energy inside of me that I'm a shaman. And even right now, saying it in this third dimensional reality in this ego suit that's Marshall Gillen feels a little foreign, but I accept it. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because for you and I to connect together, what I've realized and I've always wanted somebody to do these, these type of retreats with, mm. but for you and I to be vibrating at the same frequency we're both like the same person, but we bring different ex lived experience mm -hmm. and skill sets to the environment. And for our listeners, what I'm saying is that I've been knowing I was going to do this, I, but I've been wanting to get, get it a little different. I've been wanting to retreat. I couldn't figure it out. But when you show up like Albert's saying, and you're taking these actions and you're deliberately creating a, a self-care and self-love practice every day, so you can constantly raise that vibration and keep that in a, st a steady state as often as possible, which really comes from finding peace and purpose within yourself, which is what you're just saying. Now we're able to start to manifest these opportunities out of literally nowhere. It's the, it's walking into the place and meeting the girl. It's getting on Instagram and Instagram algorithm, feeding you Albert's thing and being like, Oh my God, I should ask Albert if he's down to co facilitate this event. I bring marketing and, uh, and structures, business structure skills to the environment. He brings all the experience of, of how, what this energy is like and, and what the space is like. And we learn from each other, but that's a perfect example of the universe manifesting what is for you when, when it's time for you to get mm -hmm. out of it. And so for you to be saying all this is crazy to think about us being here now, man. And so it's interesting because I've only worked with plant medicine twice, well, psilocybin twice now. Uh, I have mother Aya uh, once. And so it's not even like I've gone deep into the plant, 
medicine. The first time I did was in 2019 in March. It was a random thing. I was in Thailand and it changed my life. At the time, it dissolved my ego. Um, it made me realize that nothing matters mm -hmm. and that uh, all that matters is love. And then mm -hmm. when, I, uh, when I came back, my ego immediately said, oh my God, <laughs> you've done this before. So that was my first experience with plant medicine. And then I was like, I have no desire to go back in. I am not ready yet. And then just this past weekend, uh, I had this calling. I mean, like, bro, it was out of, out of nowhere. I was in the middle of nowhere. And the energy of this, the mountains and the Montana water and the sacred healing space, it was just like, you need to come here and you need to uh, fast and you need to take this medicine. Mm, beautiful. And it, right. And so now we're here, we are. And I want to know, what was your experience like to the medicine? When was your first time experiencing plant medicine? Because you're deep into it now. As a matter of fact, you're leaving the States. You're heading to another country mm -hmm. to literally pursue this mm -hmm. whole entire way of being, to live it. Not because it, for anything other than you're feeling called to do that. Mm -hmm. So when did this start for you? What was the first time that you experienced plant medicine? And since then, how has it changed your life? Um, so there's a good saying that says what, you, what you're seeking is seeking you, right? Mm. And so during, so 2019... Um, at this point of my journey, I was just very much deep into like Buddhism meditation. Yes. So I had a, um, I had a mutual friend, I had a mutual friend that connected me with this other guy named Brett and this guy named Brett, he lives in Colombia, uh, amazing person, um, lives in Colombia. He already dove down the path of ayahuasca. So he's originally from Georgia, he comes down to Georgia, he comes to visit. And, you know, at this point, we just follow each other on Instagram. You know, we message each other back and forth a few times. Nothing major. I invite him to the meditation place where I meditate at because he's also deep into meditation. I get there. Uh, we meditate. And then afterwards, me and him have a conversation. And he mentions to me ayahuasca. He's like, there's something called ayahuasca that I took out there in Colombia. And it helped me heal from my father's side of the family seven generations down. The moment he told me that, I was like, bro. It just, it just something within you feel me. It. Yes, yeah. Like I felt it, it, it within me. Like I have to pursue this path, you know, because um, I was very much into my healing journey, um, and up to this point, it's just energy healing and uh, you know meditation, which is all good, you know. Um, once he said that, that's when I really started to look deep into ayahuasca. So then he introduced me to the center, a place called La Ceiba in Colombia, beautiful place. So, like any. Like, I feel like it's very common when you're going into something new, the ego, the mind is going to work and, you know, it's going to act out in fear. You know, I started seeing videos and, you know, people purge and all this wow. shit. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do this. Right. My mind was literally talking me out of it before I, um, before I got there. But luckily, I had, you know, already purchased my tickets and I made my arrangements. So there was no getting out of it. So 2019, October is the first time. I would say my real deal plant medicine experience. Prior to that, I did like a micro of mushrooms, but wasn't nothing major. And I tried LSD, which was incredible. But consciousness, like expanding my. Wait, you broke up there again. I'm sorry. So you said that you trust, uh, you tried LSD, which was incredible. So go from there. Um, so yeah, so the LSD for me was more so like expanding my consciousness and let me know that there's more to what this limited mindset or perception that I have of this 3D reality. And the ayahuasca for me was the real, for me, the real deal 
plant medicine journey that I had. I get there to Columbia, mm. and first thing we do is rapé, which, you know, it's going to be facilitated at the retreat, which is tobacco is the base and then a whole bunch of different herbs. Uh, I get there, shaman comes with a huge piece to, like, blow this thing into my nose. And that moment, I'm like, I either trust this dude or I can act out of fear and think that this dude's about to blow some shit into my nose that's going to, I'm probably not going to wake up from. But in that moment, I trusted. I was like, you know what? No. My soul is like, no, this is something that's for you. Um, did that. Then obviously did the, the ayahuasca, which was four ceremonies within five days. Uh, from the first cup, the first cup I didn't connect because, again, like my mind was not fully surrendering. It's one of the most important things with plant medicine. You have to surrender. You have to let go of the mind and the ego. It wants to control everything. It wants to know everything that's going on. It wants to keep us in a place of safety, familiarity. And when you're tapping into different realms and subconscious and different things, the mind can't always conceptualize what's the information that's being presented to it. You know, right. um, a lot of the spiritual work, the mind cannot conceptualize because the mind is really only good for this dimension, you know, for. Right. Um, so, you know, you, we use the mind to see, not the mind to think. Uh, that's the way it should be. But many of us just use the mind right. to think. But anyways, I go right. into my first cup. I don't fully surrender. You know, I'm just feeling a lot of pain and I'm like sick, you know, I purge, I do everything. But I went in there, I went into this uh, retreat already with like this, um, what I believed it was supposed to look like for me. Again, coming from right. the mind, coming from the ego. ego. This is how I visualized this experience going for me. The moment I didn't see that from that first cup, I didn't surrender to it. So the dude that's facilitating, he comes around, checks up on everybody. He's like, he checks on me, he's like, how you feeling? And I was like, honestly, I feel like shit. My mind, I already convinced myself I'm out of here tomorrow. This is bullshit. This is for people that are crazy. This wow. is for people that have really? real issues. My mind, your mind can really get to that point. Wow. My mind was really resisting this medicine. Yeah. And dude comes to me and he, he laughs. He's like, bro, just go deeper. And I'm thinking, go deeper. Like, is this dude crazy? He's like, just take another cup. But this time, surrender. Don't resist it. Surrender. From that cup on is where I got to see everything that, I was holding on to a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of ancestral stuff, a lot of things when it wow. comes to my childhood. Um, resentment that has towards both my parents, towards my mother and my father. And I just start bawling out, crying, releasing out so much emotions. And you know, one thing I've always respected and admired about you is that you openly cry, even on Instagram, on Facebook. Not a lot of men cry. We suppress a lot of shit as men. Now I'm one of right. them that for most of my life, it's weak, it's soft, it makes you a bitch if you cry. And suppress, suppress your emotions. Men don't cry. In this moment, I was letting it all go. Ooh. And so since then, I've sat with ayahuasca now 11 times. I've sat with Bufo three times. I do rapé on a regular basis. Um, there's combo. I've done combo. You, you know, Temescal. Since I got that first initiation with the plant medicine, um, at first, you know, it was healing a lot of ancestral stuff and healing a lot of things within my family. Right. And every ceremony is something different, but for the most part, the first few times it was that. And then those things personally within me, my own darkness, recognizing my darkness and things I've been suppressing for years, letting go of that. The last two ceremonies that I had, I want to say, no, the last two times I've been to Colombia, it's been more so propelling me forward into this line of work. Same thing happened to you right. when you did your vision quest. I'm pretty sure you got the message like, hey, Marshall, I'm ready for you to serve now. Same thing with me where I'm yes. like, fuck, I get back. And next thing I know, I'm like doing 
meditation and rapé ceremonies before I knew I was ready. Before I thought I was ready. Right. I'm doing ceremonies. Right. I'm holding space for people. Now I'm facilitating like mushroom ceremonies. And, you know, it's, I didn't think I was ready, but I didn't think I was ready. My mind didn't think it was ready because yeah. our mind is only going to repeat patterns of what we've been accustomed to. But right. when you let go of that, you can really tap into God's purpose or your higher soul's yeah. purpose, what you're intended to do here on earth. And sometimes you don't know what it looks like. That's right. the thing. Because your ego's in the way. Right. The ego's in the way. Like it needs to look this way and it needs to happen by this time. Right. No, some of these things you can't, you can't really pinpoint. Right. Um, and the more and more I surrender to it and I let go of that control, that need to control and understand it fully and just trust within my gut, within my heart. Okay, this is something that I'm being pulled in the direction right. of. Let me show up. Let me step into it. And that's what it's been like for me since then. And that's why I'm yeah. going back and diving deeper. Like, yo, I have to dive deeper because I understand my purpose now. Like, I'm yes. very clear on it. So Yes. Bro, wow. I mean, like, dude, wow. There's a lot I want to get into in, in that as well. Let's just, uh, again, let's uh, highlight something that you just said at the end. For our viewers and our listeners, which you guys, if you guys are listening to the Marshall Gillen Show right now, we're with Albert Bias today at Seek Your Truth 888 on Instagram. Make sure you guys are going and following him, connect to him. All the stuff that him and I are talking about right now is things that you're going to be seeing him and I bring to you publicly over the next few months. Uh, him and I are co-hosting a sacred retreat here in Montana in August 26th through the 30th, where we're going to be facilitating a lot of these. We're going to, he's going to facilitate a rapé ceremony. We're going to have a cacao ceremony. We're going to be working with sacred energy healing medicine that comes from all over. And so uh, I, I want to kind of dive into this because it's, a lot of people are interested, but they're like I was. They're like you were explaining. They're very skeptical. They're not sure. I remember when I sat with Mother Aya, I was very resistant as well. Uh, same thing when I started out with my very first psilocybin journey. I think what's interesting for people to understand is that when they hear about this and they hear about the jungle and all this, there's still maybe a disconnect because I know there was for me. Now, this may not be for everybody, but a lot of the people in our listeners, viewers stateside, this might be a little hard to understand. And so one of the things that really brought it home for me was now being here in Montana with such a massive Native American uh, um, uh, imprint on this area. I, I've been able to see everything I've learned and experienced spiritually, uh, plant medicine wise, now from a different aspect. Because even for me, talking about shamans of the jungle and understanding going to the jungle to do ayahuasca, even though I got it, I was I still there was something different. But being here in Montana in this sacred healing space and understanding that Native American culture and really tying into it, which again I didn't do on purpose, it's just pulling me there. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't explain it. But then it's like to to understand how these these ancient tribes lived. How how there everything was a medicine, uh, you know. Seeing the deer was a medicine. Uh, the awareness was a medicine. It's all a medicine, and understand how they look at plants as being these living things that that have infinite intelligence inside of them, and you can use these different plants and herbs as medicines to heal yourself. And so it's interesting for people to hear this who may be hearing about psychedelics for the first time, or not for the first time, but have this in depth of a conversation. I think is to understand, which I didn't quite understand in the beginning, is that what we're talking about when it comes to plant medicine has nothing to do with being high. Like it's it's nothing like that. Mm. What we're talking about is that the creator designed this game so perfectly that you can literally optimize your health, your experience, your life by interacting with nature and becoming mm -hmm. one with it. Mm -hmm. 
Now, as we talk about that, dude, it's interesting, all the things that you explained about how plant medicine literally changed your life and how you've now sat with Mother Aya a few times, which this is the first thing that comes up here and you say that. I, I host a private mastermind uh, called Sacred Warrior Tribe. That's what it is. And in November, we're planning to go to Tulum together as a tribe um, to, ha to have like a, a psilocybin ceremony. We're going to like rent an Airbnb. But now that we're like, I'm listening to you, I'm, what I, I'm like, what I need to do is I need to bring my tribe down to Columbia Bro. And, we need, and sit and, and like as a yes. unit and, and, and bring them to you so we can sit with Mother Aya. Cause I know that a lot of my tribe members, that's something that they want to experience. So maybe I just scratch Tulum because it hasn't even, it's bro. nothing yet. And I'm like, yo, bro, we're, we're going from Tulum. We're going to Columbia. We're going to sit with Albert uh, and the shamans and we're going to experience some, uh, some Mother Aya together. So that's the, that's the first thing that comes up when I'm hearing you talk about that. You'll be in Columbia by then, won't you? Absolutely, bro. And you know, like, I, you know, we've talked about this, like, you know, potentially after Montana, I bring you along with me. You know, this is something, I'm not sure if I did get a chance to message you or, about it or not, but I remember one time you was going through a certain thing and I, Either I did or I didn't. I can't, but I had to call him to like reach out to Marshall. Like, hey, bro, I need to bring you down here. Come sit with some of these uh, shamans and come, Dude. bro. Because you know what it is? It's like bro. people, people like you, like like how you just mentioned. Like it's mm -hmm. it could sound crazy to some people, but sincerely, like the earth is calling for more healers to rise, it's more shamans to rise, people that are worthy of this, people that have good integrity and have good intentions. Um, because, you know, Mother Earth is sick right now. It's sick, and it's calling on its people like, hey, we need to restore peace here on Earth, and we need our, our light warriors, and this is part of it. So um, I sincerely would love to bring your tribe down to Columbia. Well, I think so check, th check this out, bro. I, I know I messaged you the other day. When I, watched, uh, I was watching one of your videos, and I said, I, it was after you told me you were moving to Columbia. It was after we had already uh, discussed uh, you co-facilitating. I said, bro, after Montana, I just might come back with you, you know? Tell me <laughs> why my, my landlord just yesterday sent me a message, and she's like, I'm, I can't even believe we have to do this, but we have to terminate the lease at the end of July. So yeah. I, all of a sudden, I don't, I don't, bro, I don't have any, I don't even have a place to live. She was like, she was like, um, if you need to leave sooner or anything like that, like, just let me know. So they, they live in Canada, my owner of my cabin, um, and the borders have been closed. So they've been renting it out for the last 10 months. And we've just been going about our business. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's like, oh, God, and she feels terrible. But I'm like, I was telling uh, my friend, I was like, bro. I know that this is ending at a certain reason. I was supposed to be in Montana for X amount of time to heal. I went on my vision quest. I, I was awakened to the fact that I'm supposed to be a shaman. Wow. Uh, and, they, and then all of a sudden it's like, you don't have any place to go. And so at first I wanted to be depressed about it. She's messaging me because she's, she's like a mom and she's like, feels so bad. Oh, I don't, I feel so bad. Like, I'm so sorry, you're not gonna have any place to go. And I said, listen, I said, this is just, I've been healing in Montana. What God is telling me, what the universe is telling me is now come in July, it's time for me to go back into the world and start to serve again because I've done that. And so, yeah, bro, like I'm serious, man. Like I don't know what I have to do, but like I will move to Columbia with you fucking tomorrow because I don't have anything else I'm doing. And so um, it's very interesting, the synchronicities that, uh, that work out in, in the world. I was thinking about just moving to Tulum just to live for a while because I I don't know what called me to Montana in the mountains, bro. I mean, I do now, but like there... I went from Mr. Bougie, high, high rise, living at the beach guy, to living in isolation in cabin in the mountains. 
but I was called there. And now about a month ago, and I know now for sure after the vision quest, but about a month ago, I started feeling this, this call for me to go to the jungle. And I've never wanted to go to the jungle. Bro, I don't even know what the fuck that, I don't even know what that means, go to the jungle. <laughs> so it's just a very interesting time. Who knows what'll work out, but it's like the same way I was called to Montana, which I know now was to heal and to get in touch with my sacred purpose. I'm now being called to the jungle. And I think it's, I think it's to learn. I think, I think I'm supposed to go to school. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Um, and, I, and I'm supposed to use my skills and gifts, not as a trade-off, but like what I br because of my ego wants to judge and assign meaning to the fact that I'm not worthy of a sacred practice like shamanism, because who am I to say I'm going to do this? But I know that I'm being called to a certain place because I'm supposed to bring the skills that I know from this part of the, this part of the matrix to this mm -hmm. medicine, mm -hmm. because my medicine is to be able to spread it at a global level and to be able to show people like, I won't be corrupted by ego or any of these things. And so I'm just coming into this harmony in my life where everything's flowing. And I'm sure that you're the same way. So for us to link up and to have you come out, like, dude, I can't even tell you what this means, how excited I am just to partner up. Um, yes. And I can see this being something in the future. Like, again, my mastermind and my, my law of attraction coaching and shamanic healing, it's not, it's not to make me a million dollars. Making money is so easy for me, but I'm so disconnected from it because all I've ever wanted to do was actually serve. And I realized that everything I built to serve was literally just for me to make money. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, bro, I don't know what sacred warrior tribe is, but Albert, will you <laughs> in some way, shape or form, bro? Like I'm going to put out all of us on, what do we got to do? I'm coming to Columbia. Say no more, bro. You know, you know, it's very interesting with everything you just said, right? I'm going to share with you something that's just going to be like mind blowing. So in, the last ceremony, uh, one of the last ceremonies that I participated with ayahuasca, right? Um, I got to meet these two amazing uh, beings, uh, Lathan and Connor, right? They, it's just crazy how it is. The medicine called them these two. These two dudes, like they came to Colombia, honestly, to just party, and they they did not even have the intention of sitting with any kind of plant medicine or anything. Long story short, they end up going to a ceremony that my friend facilitates out there in Colombia where it's mushrooms, cacao inside of the sweat lodge, which is incredible, which I got to get you to. This is why I want to get you to Colombia because things like this, oh. like in a mountain, bro, it is incredible. And like, so, so me, I speak Spanish. I'm Dominican. So I, you know, I speak Spanish. So I'm able to connect with, I can speak with like the shamans and the medicine people and the indigenous people understand their language. We have a lot of Westerners and American people who don't speak Spanish. Right. So more times than not, I'm like a translator between the, the, you know, between the two. And I'm also a, like a bridge. I'm an influencer where I'm like talking to them about, so I tell these two, so I tell them also about ayahuasca. They come and they sit with ayahuasca with me and the shamans. They go through a massive healing. And oh another thing that happened with the Nair, the, um, the shaman I was facilitating, I remember he said some words that, that were just like, incredible he said right now because when it comes to like these indigenous ancestral medicines it wasn't until recent that the um and this is only for some some tribes are open to sharing the medicines with right. the westerners and people from the north because you know the the colonization a lot of shit happened the stealing of the land and still out you see people burning trees in the amazons so they're like no we're going to keep this sacred to ourselves but now they recognize one thing they're like no this medicine, this it. comes from the earth. This comes, um, my friend Ivalo shared this yesterday. He was like, this comes from the earth. This healing is for everybody. Right. And the shaman said something to, 
to them. He said, look, um, well, we, the, the medicine called you here, and we want you to bring more Westerners and more people from the north. Um, they found out within that ceremony that they had Lakota. They had um, the Lakota tribe deep oh, within their roots. And they're cool. like, and they're like, the shaman's like, we actually want to connect with people from Montana, from Colorado, where you're, you know, so it's crazy that we're connected. And they're like, no, we want to make the connection with the people from the north because a lot of things like sweat lodges, yeah. Sundance, you know, they have like the indigenous people there, they have their own um, tributes and things like that. Right. Um, same way that they do like in Colombia. And what they're looking to do is come to one, come to compassion. Let's heal each other. Let's help one another. Yeah. So that's actually interesting that you're getting that calling to come back to, um, to come back straight to nature. You did your yeah. time in Montana. Yeah. Uh, I can see you being in Tulum. I can see you being in Colombia because now it's, it's, it's you building that connection and being a bridge between yeah. the Western people and Western culture and the indigenous tribes in the North and in, in you know, Western society and connecting them with the Amazonians. Yeah. And that's what we need because now we have healing throughout the, the globe, you know? Right. And that's what I think the grander scale of things is right now. Dude, it's so, and again, like we're just ping pong back and forth in synchronicities because you're gonna be interested to hear this too. Um, first off, before I say it, like, it's interesting, like when, I don't know how much you know about the four winds or the four directions, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there's different parts, you know, that they look at it different from the you know, Amazonian portion than they, than say the Lakota tribe or most Native Americans, just different animals with same principles. And so it's interesting because it's like, I was called here to the North for a certain medicine. My, my journey started in the East with what we hear, we say the eagle, when it, for, as far as the indigenous people of this area, eagle medicine, but now I'll be going to the jungle for it's like almost like serpent medicine, which is literally to shed that next, that next thing. So it's interesting how source has me going around the globe to these different directions, which are actually like one in alignment. Mm. But what I was going to say is that the interesting synchronicity is that one of my limitations is always when this is everybody's, a lot of people's, right? It's like what other people are going to think. And so that's helped me back online because online, I've really always wanted to just, I want to be very inclusive because I want everybody to know all like these things. But very recently with this new awakening, I've had to just say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I've been called to do. And so on Instagram, for example, a couple of days ago, I hashtagged uh, seven grandfather teachings, which again, you guys can Google them or anything like that or follow more of my content. Seven grandfather teachings are from first, the first nation, first tribe belief. Basically seven animals came to this, uh, this kid during a vision quest and they gave him seven lessons. Anyways, I hashtagged the seven grandfather teachings uh, in my content and somebody had commented that I'd never seen before um, that was part of that tribe and was like, oh, you're like, you're, you're, this is terrible. And I can't even believe you would hashtag this on this garbage on this stuff you burn out and all these things. And so it's interesting that my ego manifested a, an opportunity for me to judge myself and, and contract. But I don't know why, Albert, but source just told me it was like, nope, because I bet you that the seven grandfathers would want the whole world to have this medicine mm -hmm, because it was mm -hmm. never intended for just the tribe. Mm -hmm. And so to hear you re reaffirm that back to me is like oh, mind blowing again, because there's never any coincidences. And so it's again, it's like the universe going, no, bro, like, I know you're scared, Marshall, but you're doing the right thing. Right. And so it's interesting to hear all these things, man. And so we're going to be coming to our time limit here. And I do want to be respectful of your time too, brother. What is it that you have planned next? Yeah, we're going to be doing these retreats, uh, this next retreat for sure. But tell the people, you know, what is this thing that you have that, that you're moving into next? How can people find and connect with you? And how can they learn more of the medicine and the teachings that you have? 
Um, yeah, it's very, very interesting. I, let me just touch one little please, thing. Bro, one little please. thing on what you said, bro, and then I'm going to get to the question. Um, it's interesting what you mentioned, right, because my uh, friend, again, he's also, you know, he, he's full-blown, like, shaman into, like, serving the medicine. What happens is um, there's, there's going to be conflicts of interest, right, with this online world and this new wave of where we're at, where it's like a lot of these, um, like, indigenous people, they, they're looking at things based off tradition and the right. way that they've always done things. So I can understand, like, they look at this like a monster, like online and 100%. sharing it for the world. Um, but then you have other people and other shamans that are also looking at it like, look, man, like, we can't move at the speed that we used to back then. This is a hub. This is a way for information to travel so more people can find this, the teachings, you know, and so they can find the medicine. So it's an interesting, like, yeah. back and forth. My friend also confirmed on that, too, that he said, like, even with him, he gets certain slack because he's, he, he, got a shaman, he got a shaman course online teaching people how to, like, facilitate medicine. Mm -hmm. But he got that calling because, you know, the, the medicine instructed to him, like, look, man, like, we need more healers. We need more shamans. We need more bridges because more people need this healing. So we just leave it up to the people at their own pace to try to share the medicine. Yes. It may never reach people, you know. Some, you know, people could lose their lives. You know, a lot of shit can happen. But I understand both. I, I understand both points of view. I, and I think that's going to be a thing moving forward where it's going to be more communication with those who are very traditional yeah. and very much, you know, yeah. with the to tradition. And those yeah. looking to, like, obviously honor and respect the tradition, but also putting it out there for people to, right. you know, we have to use this vehicle. You know, we have yeah. to use this vehicle that is the internet, you know, for 100%. our good. Yeah, and I think it's like, because uh, I, I, I like you too, like I understand, like for example, I just moved here from, to Montana from California. Montana hates Californians with a passion. They hate us. I shouldn't say us because I'm Montana. I've been for over, almost a year now, but they don't, they don't like it. And I, I always tell people like, I get it. You know, people from California are buying up property, sight unseen, everything's through the roof, like job, like I get it. But at the same time, it's like Montana needs to thrive. And part of what makes it thrive is stimulating the economy, having people come here for tourism and stuff. So it's almost like one of the same thing. You got to find this balance. And I think that you and I, and a lot of our audience knows that it's not necessarily right or wrong, but especially with shamans speak, it's like, everything's just energy. It's not good or bad energy. It's light energy or heavy energy, which is hard to digest if not impossible. And so it's like, there's no good or bad, but when it comes to being open and free flowing and collaborative over competition, I think that the truth would be, or the lightest energy would be the fact that this, this, this medicine is for everybody. And who are we as a people to divide it based on mm -hmm. religion or creed or, you know, uh, culture or society. And I think that that's the time that people like you and I, and a lot of the sounds like people that you're connected to are awakening to as well. And so I think it's like you said, man, just waking up every day, you know, mastering the moment, uh, moving forward with a, a mess, a mission to love all and serve all. And like, literally I'm finding you can't go wrong when you're doing that. So I'll get, I, we're, we're going to Instagram will mm -hmm. cut us off in about six minutes. So I got to ask you real quick. I'm yeah. curious though. Like, what, what is it? Do I like, what do I do if I want to move to Columbia? What like, do I, do I need to like talk to some, <laughs> some, like, do I enroll somewhere? Do I just move to Medellin and like hang out and wait for you to show? Like literally how, what would I have to do to make that happen? Well, I mean, in, in that aspect, bro, there's nothing I can, you know, obviously I'm there and I can point you into the right, resources there's literally like facebook groups and things there's a facebook group called uh uh gringos in medellin 
Bro, the, the <laughs> hub there for like foreigners that move there, especially like digital nomads, is insane. So th those are the two reasons I want to go there. One is the medicine, to be more connected to the medicine, learn more under the shamans and the elders, and be like a bridge between the medicine world and, you know, Western yes, society. 100%. And doing it through online, using my influence online. Yeah. So that answers the question. What I'm looking to do forward is more retreats and more ceremonies and, and put a coaching program together um, and eventually open up my own healing retreat center. But also with Colombia, it's, it's a, a, a hub of a lot of like digital nomads. So you have a community of that and the plant medicine people and people just like yourself. Well, you're you, you're only you. There's only one Marshall, but there's people who right. are also like us, where it's like it's entrepreneurs, but we're not just looking to make money. There's a lot of heart-led entrepreneurs yeah. out there. There's a lot of people that are connecting with the medicine world and also utilizing it in the business world. Oh, and oh, I feel oh. like there, a bunch of us that are getting that calling is for a reason. Because yeah, as you know, in business, in this online world, not everybody is who they say they are. A lot of people are full of shit and they're selling you things Most just people. to make money. What I, people, yeah. As long as the people I've connected with so far in Colombia, it's people that have been the opposite, that they're actually looking to serve. So being around people like that is in itself inspiring and then also being able to stay connected to the medicine so you make sure your ego is not taking over right. what we're looking to, you know, put out for the world. What are you but how you get to Colombia is just, bro, you, you sh well, you have me there. I'm going to be yeah. going out there. And Where are you, you going? Know, the, the, way, the way I've got connected with Colombia is people I've sat with during ceremonies have literally become like family. And a lot yeah. of them have either been living there or they've moved there. And I yeah. stay connected with them. And that's it. I found an apartment, bro. $850 a month, bro, for three bedrooms, two baths. In when America, you move there? I, I go next month in July. I'm moving there next month, just so you know. That's it. Say no just more. So you know, come bro. on down, bro. Hey, come on down, bro. Yeah. Come on down. Um, I'm, um, I, I'm moving there. I didn't know I was going to – How do you, where am I moving? Medellin. 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 I have to read about it. <laughs> Rob, seriously, I've been knowing I was called to the jungle. Something about Tulum has felt off. Yeah. I was called to the mountains. I thought it was Boise, Idaho, and it ended up being uh, Flathead Valley, Montana. And so it's yeah. kind of the same thing. It's like I was thinking it was Tulum, but I'm going to go to Columbia um, and learn. Please, bro, you'll be oh, you'll be like, what? You come in there, bro. My God, the people that I already know, for them to meet you, for you to meet them, obviously for us to stay connected and for us to continuously work, because this yeah. is the first retreat of many, because I'm looking yeah, to do this. And I know you're time. looking to do this more, so. I, I, the reason I'm in Montana is I'm going to move, but I'm going to stay a resident here. I mean, as far as that American goes, because I'm building a retreat center here, a healing retreat center here in Montana. Like I was, I had a vision in Joshua for years ago to do that. And so for you to have one in the jungle and for me to have one in the mountains is like, bro, if we just become best friends and partners for life, like yes. this is cool, man. So yes. um, we're going to run out of time. You and I can chat here briefly right after this, but if you guys enjoyed this conversation, do me a favor, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast or the show uh, as I bring guests on like Albert all the time, just to help you raise your awareness, expand your frequency and learn to manifest the reality of your dreams. We were talking plant medicine today. You guys can go find Albert. The best place to connect with him is on Instagram at seekyourtruth888. This guy is packed with obviously ancient knowledge and sacred wisdom. You guys are going to want to tap into. He's very active on his Instagram and his content is absolute freaking fire. Do you have anything to say before you get cut off in about 90 seconds? Uh, nothing else, man, other than just uh, for the people out there as well, you know, stay connected to Marshall, connect with me and know that um, 
You know, it's my name is Seeker Truth for a reason because it's like it's through the content I share. My intention is for people to recognize their own personal truth and know that that truth, you know, that connection, that extension they have with God, is for them to express that purpose, that magic, whatever dream, vision that they have. We Let's all have go. something to share. Find it within yourself, and you, you know, the world. It's it's to me, it's the most amazing thing you could do for this world, for society, is to find your truth and to share it with society. It's it's waiting on it. So you know. Oh, dude, that I couldn't agree. Uh -oh. I couldn't agree more. What a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so incredibly much, man. Uh, I'm going to be seeing you next month, it turns out. Um, hope you have a good job, but I, I am going to move to Columbia, I think, whether you're there or not. It's, I'm just going to go with spirit and see where it takes yes, you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, if you guys want to sit with um, Albert and I and you guys want to learn more about this, make sure you guys come out to the Sacred Warrior Retreat. It's in Montana, August 26th to the 30th. Both Albert and I will be there facilitating a four-day experience for you to expand, heal, and grow to tap into your sacred purpose and to be able to use the medicine to go out and fulfill it within the world. Bro, thank you so much for being here. It was such thank a you. pleasure. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Thank Cheers, you man. so much. Much love. I oh, hope. Bro. I hope.